Welcome to episode 30 of the Williams Project. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the topic of COVID-19 and how we are, as the directors of Williams Corporation, running our business through COVID-19 and what we think you should do also. Yeah, so these are really interesting times. There's a lot of people that are really worried. Um, we know down here in New Zealand, there's lots of companies laying off staff and, and people are scared. So this is really great just to spend some time, Blair and myself, having a discussion about our thoughts around COVID-19 and how businesses and managers and even staff can be involved with the business to make sure that business thrives and prospers. So we do want to start, Blair. I think to start, we'll talk about what we did. when. Uh, so when New Zealand, we did what's called a level four lockdown, which is more or less no one can go to work. You can't really leave your house apart from to get groceries unless you're an essential service, which as construction, we weren't. So the first things we did when this happened is really assessing what our situation was as a business. What were our cash obligations? What money were we spending currently? Where could we cut back? How many months were we safe for before we'd start to get a bit nervous and a bit sweaty? Because then it gave us the information needed to know, firstly, what to prioritise on, and then two, knowing sort of how ambitious we could be during this lockdown period. Yeah, and I think there's a whole part of that, which is yourself. You've got to get your own head right. I spent a couple of months at the start of lockdown where... A couple of months, eh? A couple of months, a <laughs> couple of weeks. At the start of lockdown, where I wasn't in a good headspace. Um, I, was, I was scared. Um, I was uncomfortable. And, and, but then also, you actually have to get over yourself. The world doesn't revolve around you. Um, and once I realized I just needed to move on and just focus on the things I can do, I got a lot better. I got into a really good routine of some fitness um, and other things like education to make sure my head was right. And one of the things that helped me a lot was actually reading the COVID-19 numbers and understanding the death rate. Because when you understand the virus compared to other viruses, it actually puts you at a lot more ease um, once you understand the data. Because you, the, the stuff you get blasted from the media is just terrible. It's fear It's always going to be negative. So like tangible things we did is firstly contact all of our lenders, make sure they were still happy, make sure they didn't require anything from us. Then we reached out to all of our buyers, expressing our concerns for the situation, asking them to communicate with us if they foresee any issues or they lose their job. So as opposed to finding out in six months' time when a property is going to be settled, there's an issue, we can actually find out much earlier and work through them. And we then also increased all of our cash flow allowances to allow for essentially New Zealand to go into a one-year lockdown and still be able to pay all of our bills, all of our suppliers, our leases, everything and has had a really clear list of working through every day to make sure all those tasks were done. Yeah, one of the things businesses need to be doing is increasing their cash position. It is so important to have a strong cash position when you're trading because you never know what's going to happen. Now, for Blair and myself, this is probably our first economic downturn that we've traded in. So the business was formed nine years ago, and the last major economic clash, crash was in 08. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we really started the business off the back of an economic crash. So this is really great for us from a um, self-development point of view. Yeah, to tra trade through it. And we're very fortunate. We made some key decisions that have sort of accidentally put us in a really great situation. So at the moment, we have 400 houses on our work in progress. Going into lockdown, we already had 300 of them sold. And we had made our fund, Williams Corporation Capital, where investors put their money in the business for a 10% return. And we we're sitting on a massive amount of cash. 
um, which really helped us trading through this situation. But that was actually luck. Like we didn't do that because we thought a crash was coming. We just did it because one, our product was selling very well because it's a great product. Um, but two, we didn't like dealing with banks. So we wanted more control of our own destiny. And um, so that's why we made the Williams Corporation Capital. And then another uh, another really tangible thing we did, we sort of turned everything off the first two, th- two weeks, three weeks, as we sort of assessed the situation, got our heads right, got into a new routine. And the next thing we did after that was straight away turn all of our marketing back on and start to really encourage the sales team and educate them about the situation we're in, what that would mean for our product, which is property, the objections they were likely going to come across from buyers and sort of how to talk them through and overcome it. And one of the really, I wouldn't say good things to come out of this, but our marketing costs, we dropped our marketing by two-thirds, but we're receiving the exact same amount of leads from Facebook every day and our other marketing channels because every other business was just full-on retreating. And, and doesn't that show, though, that these businesses that say there's a downturn coming, they will receive a downturn because they've reduced their marketing, they've reduced their sales team. In a business, that is the last thing you should touch. You should fight so hard to keep your marketing and to keep your sales team in place. And if anything, we're about to make the call now to do another big increase in our marketing budget because this is actually the time when the champions are made. If you do the work over the next year, when we start to have a boom again, which we will, we always do, you'll be positioned to take the market. The people doing the work now in the trenches scrapping are the people that will be the titans in five years. And like Matthew said, if you're saying there's going to be a downturn, sales are going to drop, and you're turning off your marketing, that's exactly what's going to happen. Like We still think you should have goals for growth because it's not healthy to stay the same size. And you should be saying, we are going to grow. We are going to sell more homes. We're still doing advertising. Obviously, don't be naive about the situation we've been placed in, but take all the action steps that you can to drive that result because at least that way, at the end of it, you've done all you can to try achieve growth. And if the market is harder and sales are slower, at least you've known you've done what you can and you've substantially done better than if you just turn everything off and close the doors hoping that it's magically just going to fix yeah, itself. And, and probably, and we're not doing this, but we should, work super, well, we are, I'll, I'll say it first and then I'll talk about it. You need to get your own self right, get your body in check, your fitness, your education, make sure you are right and then you should be meeting with your staff very regularly, passing on that positivity, pointing out all the great things the company does, pointing out how you help the customer so then the, the, the team can then pass that out. Right? Because in most companies, the owner isn't de- dealing directly with the customer. So at the moment, we meet with our team once a week. We really should be moving that to twice a week to make sure our infectious energy is passed into our team. And I suppose the other thing is reassess the money you're spending, which I touched on at the start. But for example, before lockdown, we were running ads in Singapore, spending a couple of thousand dollars a month there. So obviously that's one thing we go, there is no point advertising to Singapore because they physically can't come to the country. We don't know when they can. Let's turn that off, right? What other expenses as a business can we trim back if needed? Unfortunately, we sort of try to do this every month anyway. So we're actually very few, short of just the credit cards getting a massive holiday from our lunches and discretionary spend. <laughs> We've been so cheap. We've been such great directors in the last so couple of months. But look, guys, it's okay to be a bit scared. It's okay to be a bit uncertain. But remember... The human mankind, we've been around for a long time. We have been through a lot worse than this virus. Like imagine being a, a Polish business owner 
at the start of World War II. You know what I mean? There's so many people who have been through much harder times than us and not only survived but thrived. If you look at all of the great businesses of our generation, most of them have been formed through tough times. So don't think of this as something that's a problem to you. Think of this as a blessing that's going to give you the skill set to go achieve on a massive scale. Yeah, and, and rise above your competition. Like if there are businesses shutting, which there probably will be, if anything, your market share can get bigger. Yeah, well, we're seeing that in the construction industry. We're seeing the same amount of immigration, but significantly less houses being constructed. So as we come out the other side, we are going to have growth. Yeah. And we're going to take it all. We're going to dominate. We're not here to compete. We're here to dominate. All right, guys, that's episode 30 of the Williams Project. We'll see you next time.